Alright, alright, alright. The Bertram just spilled his energy drink, but uh, we're going live anyway. Uh, that's where he shines, right? Under pressure. Um, so, uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. And uh, let me give you guys a super short introduction of uh, who we're dealing with today. So, uh, uh, I guess most of you guys are familiar with Baltrum. Uh, he is actually, like he's streaming, obviously, and but he is running his own little corp in a small alliance. He's actually, you're running the alliance probably, right? Yeah. Um, the alliance is kind of gone. There's just a corp left. It's just one corp. It's just one corp. But you're pretty much like known for being a low sec uh, streamer. And uh, yeah, you're running your, your little alliance. Mm -hmm. And Phantomites, like while you actually are the main FC for that alliance, Phantomite is a little bit more capital oriented, I guess. But Side, always... Uh, I'm the assistant FC and sometimes FC. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what I thought. Like it's like typical. Yeah. Like for someone, like you just like the capital part, so you focus on that a little bit. And Baltrum is going to be happy for any engagement when it comes to dreads and stuff like this to have someone, right? And that's probably going to be you then. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my um, uh, capital FC title isn't used during our current phase of the alliance, but uh, we expect to be doing that again it soon. Yeah, you're saying that because you just deployed, right? You deployed to... Uh, oh, I forgot the system name. Enaluri. Enaluri, which is quite... Like, it's it's not far from us. We actually visited you guys the other day and you blocked us with, like... Not blocked us, blocked us, but, you know... You I knew coming in... Have. I knew coming in <laughs> against four Drogos and, the and like, two, three Deacons. Like, there's no way we could crack that anyway, but... Hey. But, yeah. <laughs> I did promise you guys I would come visit you guys, though. We uh, slimmed when when we deployed. We also slimmed down a lot. We 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 cut down large, quite quite heavily on the number of people that we typically have. Well, on, in general, on purpose. We, we, yeah, on on purpose because when we came to Black Rise, uh, the decision was like, I just want to have fun in the game, and I realized that running an alliance that wants to do threat bombing and shit, it's really cool when you get that threat brawl, right? And you get these faction battleship brawls like once a month and you have a good time. But in the other 30 days of the month, you hate life, right? And I decided I kind of don't want to hate life and Eve anymore. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to say you can all go and uh, do whatever. I'm going to do some small gang, you know, because that's more fun. And I'm having more fun at the moment. Yeah, well, brawl. it's actually like kind of a coincidence but i'm actually the last two weeks or so i focused on like small scale too i didn't do any kicky fleets for a while because like i just needed a break from it i mean it has several reasons why i did it Um, you know there's more strategic timers i needed a bit of a break from it and um, there was some cleanup happening in the alliance which i'm like happy about finally we get rid of some you know that weight like not to a level like you guys probably like trimming down like drastically but uh, you know some people the way that, that we did that we kind of did it by uh, <coughs> bolt bolt taking our corp into a wormhole and just leaving all the other corps by themselves without any like, orders like, and just off. seeing <laughs> <laughs> that's a little hardcore <laughs> and those corps were unhappy about that huh well i mean they were kind of hoping 
that I would come and save them, but I didn't. And then we went to Black Rise, and that's it. I told everyone you can come to Black Rise or you don't. But they were already pissed that I left them when I went to the wormhole. So I was like, okay, that way I don't have to kick them and don't feel bad about it, right? So it was kind of a win-win. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like, like a dick move to me, though. Like those those guys trusted you. Like, they, Pando, they put their thing. trust in you. No, 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 Pando, here's the thing. I didn't plan any of it, right? Obviously, I planned nothing. Look, I have one point in leadership, and there's people in the Twitch chat saying that's ballsy because I should have zero, right? Yeah, and it it's took like, you half an hour to to get your webcam working and to decide whether you wanted the light in your room on or off. <laughs> I just don't plan anything. Everything just happens, you know. Well, it can be quite like can be part of the fun, right? Yeah, it's a, it's an adventure, you know. Like if you plan it, it's more like a holiday. Yeah, you know what? The main reason why um, you guys are on today actually is like I wanted you guys on next week, technically, but you're already gonna be on a stream at the same time, so it oh, didn't yeah. fit for you. Yeah, pantomime. And the reason why is the timing with the CSM campaign, and actually Balchum. Uh, approached me knowing like I had to like I had some say in last year's like voting for in it I guess right yeah and then pushing a candidate that I didn't know at the time I didn't know like who Phantomite was at the time when he poked me and then like I'm getting poked by some other people too right and um I quickly looked over, uh, over your your points and stuff like this but I didn't like dive too deep into it but then you put out a video. Actually, now thinking about it, I should have maybe played the video right before. It would have been a good move. Maybe you I could play can, it now. <laughs> I, I could I could play it at the end. Maybe I have, yeah. I have to set it up a bit, I guess. Um, but in that video, which was funny, like at one time That's you so actually um, you actually ask a question in London, and I remember sitting in the in the audience in London. I was at Eve London too. Oh yeah, sitting yeah. next to Brisk. And uh, we were just sitting there chilling, and then there was one bad question after the other, right? Like, like it always is. It always yeah. is like that. The Q and A's are always cringe, right? and we were laughing our asses off. And then I remember that one guy coming on onto the mic, and he actually asked a sensible question. And I looked to Brisk and said, "Like, what the fuck? You actually like that's <laughs> actually a good question, right?" I didn't know you at the time. I didn't know like for a while. But when I saw that video, I, I was like reminded. I'm like, oh, that's the guy with the good question, right? It's like of <laughs> all, <laughs> exactly, of all CCP Q&As ever, right? There was that one guy with a good question and it was actually you. So Thank I thought you. that was that was quite funny. Yeah, I, I, I arrived at, uh, at EVE London with uh, a goal to uh, put CCP on a spot about something that I feel um, they had just not addressed for four years and they have been so if i remember correctly um the the question was about uh subcap and capital um what, uh, what do you even say um uh, uh, interplay the way they yeah exactly behave and, with each other and ccp has been touching on that re uh, recently yeah but like now the question is like did they touch it enough right what do sure. you say? I, I, I very much feel that the changes they've made are uh, brilliant, but I feel like, first of all, these, these changes are the first in what needs to be a long line of changes to 
better define the roles of all capital and super capital ships. Um, and um, I'm, even though they are great changes, I'm not going to applaud and express any idea that uh, capitals are now on the way to being fixed. Because as I say, it has been four years without doing that. So why should I take the first set of small changes that only address a portion of the problem? Uh, I don't know why I should take that as anything to be happy about yet. I will count it towards something to be happy about if more comes, um, but I aim to be there to influence it happening more. And I and I totally get your point, right? So uh, there was actually also in that video, <laughs> there was a clip where Willy actually uh, asks you to just, you know, congratulate the CSM, like obviously him too, right? He's like, whenever he feels like there's a good change, he's, you know, going to be very vocal about that, of course. <laughs> But um, so like he's pushing you to just say like, oh, good job. But like, I also get his point there, right? It's a good job. Do it again. It, 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 it is a good I job. I get it. But, But it's know, not enough. You know, if, 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 some, if, if there's a guy out there who goes and just murders a bunch of people, and then one day he helps somebody up and fixes their broken leg, I'm not going to say, yeah, he's good. He's a good guy now. <laughs> I, I, I need to, I, I got to see a lot more. It's like, okay, this is, this is, a, good, this is a good start. What else you got? <laughs> not woo celebrate everything's brilliant now yeah so what do you guys think what's the next uh, next step ccp needs to do then right so we, we were talking about the for those who are listening we were talking about the capital changes recently like especially the facts one is very impactful um mm -hmm. with the cap booster But then also yeah. supers and titans, they don't really apply to subs all that well anymore, right? Um, well, supers, um, super carriers, I think, are um, getting into a really good place where their role is getting a lot more narrowly defined um, by their lack of application now. Um, so what would their role be? Fixed yet? Oh, anti-capital. <laughs> anti-capital craft. Um, I don't... Uh, think that they're done fixing supercarriers yet. I still feel that uh, capital cap boosters essentially lets them shrug off and I I ignore a medium or even a, a, a large gang. Um, just saying, so you know, I, I separate things into solo, small, medium, large, and extra large in terms of gang sizes. Extra. I would imagine that an extra large fleet with newts will. Uh, get rid of uh, any usefulness that a uh, capital cap booster has but no the, the, the capital cap booster still allows it to pulse capital modules like prop mods capital newts uh keep its hardeners on if it's using any active hardeners for instance that kind of thing um so i, st I still i still think there's a little bit more to go with uh, super carriers what about you Bertram? you agree <laughs> i don't know well um I have very, uh, what do you call it, controversial ideas over how the game should be, right? Bring it on. <laughs> I want to see the galaxy burn, okay? That's what I kind of want to see, because I think a galaxy on fire is a galaxy that I like to play in, right? So I think 
the problem with capitals, I mean, the first of all, the fix they did is nice and all, but I feel like it, it was more like a band-aid rather than like an actual balance pass, right? Like limiting it to one capital. So like who actually gives a shit? Let's face it. All right. I don't give a shit because it's not about one fax. It's about the, the real problem is everybody now has a dread out. Everybody has a fax out. Everybody maybe has two people, maybe have two, three, four Titans, two, three, four supers and the characters for them. Right. So the problem is not just like that one fax that now has to manage its capital. So the problem is like, there's just way too many of them. Right. And everybody for at least in low sec, right. I'm a low sec kind of guy. And in low sec, you're very aware of who lives in your direct vicinity and who is able to drop caps on you, who is able to respond to your capitals. Yeah? And that means if I drop a fax right now, I know who can dread bomb me and kill me. But this person also knows that he can potentially dread bomb me because there's nobody else around that's big enough to counter dread bomb his gang, right? So I want to have more jump range again. Fuck Phoebe, dude. Make everybody be able to get counter drop from across the map, dude. Like, who, who actually cares, dude? If your caps die, they die. Isn't that what CCP said is good, dude? More ships exploding. It's fucking amazing, right? And here's the thing, right? If you as a big group now say, Ooh, I want to drop 250 dreadnoughts, that's cool. You can do it, right? But it's a big risk. If I, as a solo guy, want to drop my single fax in, in a hero situation where, as yesterday, we went with 18 dudes into a 300-man local in Kinaka with the plan to just fucking brawl it out, fuck the police, right? And the problem is still, we could get dread bombed, and there would probably nobody be in range to counter dread bomb the group that would be the potential fear factor for us, right? But if they could get dread bombed from all over the place, it is safer for me, actually, as a smaller group, to just say, oh, we can drop one or two facts because there's not going to be a hundred threads dropped on us because it's it's way too risky, right? So running single caps mm. or facts machines and doing elite PvP plays is much more possible because counter bombing with threads in is just much more risky all of a sudden, you know? You can't just like answer everything with like, oh, I guess I got some neutrals in my system. Guess I'm going to do some supers about that because guess what, dude? Anybody can be all across the map in no time. So it allows for may, way more like smaller scale capital escalations. And if you still want to go for that big capital brawl, you can do it. It's just going to be risky. The thing is, though, if you crank up the jump range that much and you remove fatigue or whatever, you will have that one dominant force again, right? Like we yeah. used to have that problem uh, as in it like a lot because mm. like we, we used to be not in any coalition but we were dominated by everyone else around us. Like everyone else could uh, like outblop us basically. If our supers get tackled, anyone can reach us in that time. There's going to be sabers spammed and all our supers are dead. So we had a problem. We couldn't even use our supers, right? And because like, and then that, that's one factor that you know, pushes all the uh, all alliances into coalitions then you know that's happened that's the original reason why we started like joining a coalition in the first place i think and all and of the people who want again. to fly a cap just join the winning side so that they can use their cap otherwise they'll just get well, dropped by the other side i don't know as i said I just don't I, I just think that the capital meta is like really hard to balance because it's not just about like how do you balance the ship and cap region, right? Like for example, I would love to have like combat refitting back on facts, right? Like as a specific role, for example, right? Make facts baseline weaker than they are right now, or I don't know how weak they are currently. I didn't play much facts since the cap booster nerf, right? But kind of like 
make the baseline performance weaker, but allow combat refitting as a specific role that fax can do if there's another fax in range, right? So you can have more performance output by the fax if the player is a dank PvP masterclass kind of person. You know, I, I mean? think that that would go hand in hand with removing capital cap boosters and also adjusting faxes to encourage um, uh, better cap regen on them in their in their stats. Give them uh, something that allows them to like if you, realistically if you com- regen if you cap old, to run some stuff. If you compare old triage gameplay to current fax gameplay. Back then, you had like a million refits and you would constantly use them and you would try to do your elite PvP maneuvers and adjust to the situation as it unfolds, right? But currently, the way fax gameplay goes is you jump to Sino, you cycle your cap booster, you put reps on target. There's no movement. There's no real module management apart from cycle your reps, right? And I don't know, keep your cap booster on cooldown right now because, I mean, or I don't know, let's cycle it when you want to cycle your fucking reps or whatever. But the amount of input you can do to the, to the fax itself to outplay your enemy is much more minim- minimalized to what it used to be, I feel like. I, I don't think there's a lot of gameplay left anymore. Akulu in, in uh, chat uh, points out that CCP have said uh, that combat refitting is not coming back. But I, I, I don't, just because CCP have said that doesn't mean that um, uh, I can't want it and I can't point out the benefit that it did have in the past and point out the depth yeah. that it gave the game in the past. Yeah, it's like it's always good to talk about it. But yeah, I talked to Rise actually. Uh, I had him on uh, for FC Chat, and I actually asked specifically, "What about combat refitting? Are we ever going to see it back?" And he had actually. So his point was that it's very hard to balance, which I didn't quite, I didn't quite understand or agree with. Just give an like, exemption to facts, so, so that people can't just refit. Yeah, their exactly. So that was his. Yeah. That was his point. So he he said they see the whole fitting part of the game as like one essential thing and then they don't want to suddenly change that rule for one specific ship and then bypass this entire balance uh, which is fitting if if, if all capitals were balanced correctly then in theory it would be fine to allow all capitals to combat refit and just say it's a capital thing they can combat refit because they're massive yeah i mean it's about balance if the problem was for instance, that that Max could switch from RTs to um, to auto cannons and and back again, then solve that rather than just getting rid of something that adds so much depth to the game in other areas. And you know what? My argument was also, it's not bypassing the fitting. The fitting rules are still the same, right? It's not like you can suddenly fit more, right? You can just refit in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. It's a, it's a little sad up. that he wasn't like it felt like he wasn't even considering it it's because it seems which, like a nightmare of balance for him. But yeah, it's not something that, that 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 people never consider about any kind of reduction in the simple power of facts. Um, you know, they say, oh, yeah, well, how on earth are we meant to to rep this two hundred and fifty man fleet if the facts just die? If and the the answer that people so many people won't consider is you shouldn't don't don't yeah don't support that 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 type of gameplay if people want to bring 500 people to a fight why can't we just say don't expect to be able to effectively rep yourself why can't we just why can't we just say that yeah i mean a controversial point i'm not saying i support yeah. it 100% is that you know our logi like all logi 
are kind of imbalanced and you can't really balance it like because at a certain stop scaling if, it up stop scaling it up with the yeah. growing empires of evil the growing <laughs> empires of evil keep growing <laughs> yeah and like how do you like where do you make the where do you make the cut right you have to do it somewhere you can't you can't just say like i am like these guys are now invincible right it's like it doesn't make any sense you should always want that trading going on don't make a 250 man full fleet of titans and fax effectively repable just don't do it isn't it just don't make it viable i mean (laughs) now it is a little bit changed right now you can a little bit changed yeah with both the fax changes to cat boosters and the some time ago changed to um, diminishing returns on number of reps. I get it. How hard do yeah. those actually kick in? As I think neither Fant and me actively PvP in Capital Blob Warfare. And I mean by Capital Blob, I don't mean like the low sec Blob. I mean the low sec Blob with like multiple maxed out Capital Fleets, right? How bad do you actually feel the diminishing returns on remote reps from facts on Supers and Titans? Did you actually get into a situation yet where that is felt and where you're like, oh shit, we can't actually hold reps at all on anything? So that's the thing. I think all the blocks are smart enough to not get into the situation. Right? Yeah, so we haven't he'll, seen he'll, it. He'll, he'll notice what he says past 60 dreads is unwrappable. So yeah. that's probably a pretty good figure there. So the the counter all the null blocks do, is it Legacy, Imperium, Panthem, whoever, the counter to dread bombs like that is sheer kill speed, right? So if you expect the dread bomb that size, you need a shit ton of times to get rid of those dreads quickly, right? So if you feel 60, if you feel 60 dreads, you can kill a titan technically, right? Mm-hmm. But can you kill it quick enough? Right? That's the question. Like they might just hold him long enough, and then you lose 20, yeah. 20 dreads too fast, and then boom, the reps, the reps catch. I mean, you, uh, you might not catch. be. I imagine the situation is you might not be repping it to keep it alive, but you're definitely arresting its death. Yeah, exactly. And then if it's an half structure and all your dreads are dead, it's you know it's an half structure. Mm-hmm. Like what are you gonna do, right? So it's a it's more like a DPS race now right? when it comes to that scale of a dread bomb. And uh, we haven't seen uh, too much um, of those yet. I think we don't have real data on it, but I think everyone is well, very aware that you know th- th- there aren't going to be Titan versus Titan brawls. Not anytime soon. No, it's, it's not going not going to happen unless there's an ex- extraordinary series of events of failures of Intel and things like that. Yeah, and then it, it's not a brawl. Then it's a one-sided affair, most likely. Right. So one side fucks up, the other side cleans it up. So here's the thing, right? Just as a, as as going back to you know, Phoebe changes are bad. Okay, real quick. All right, just as an an idea to think about. Okay. Like, I do differ from Baltram on some of these views. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, my views have nothing to do with what Phantomite thinks or what Phantomite would love to do or push for as a CSM person, okay? I'm just a guy, right? But think about this, right? I've been scouting out a million unfueled Sodios in Delph, okay? And I'm talking about player Sotios, okay? Wouldn't it be really cool if, you know, like when they go abandoned with that next patch shit, you completely remove damage cap, right? Like you just blast as much DPS as you want. But at the same time, we also don't have Phoebe jump changes, dude. You spot this shit, you fucking dread bomb in, you titan bomb in, and you kill like really, I don't know, like big structures. You hurt where it fucking hurts, you know, hit where it hurts and shit. And then suddenly something like BR dash happens because somebody forgot to fuel a fucking station or pay a bill. But it can't happen because you can't get on the other side of the galaxy. Everybody's protected. Yeah, but the problem is, like, if you remove those jump changes, like, like I said, it's going to be long term. It's going to be so oppressive. Like, you, yeah. we saw it um, yesterday on the big timer, 
you know how many titans and supers we moved there, right? It's like uh, in it alone, we had like 150 titans or whatever. And like you could dominate such a vast area with that. Like nobody would be able to field any uh, caps whatsoever, right? And it's like we're using, like you could just compare that to, for example, Shines likes his Geodudes, he calls them. Those are rockers. He's using them only because they have so much uh, jump range, right? And yeah. uh, that's already so oppressive just from a range perspective. And they're not even that strong. But anyone who then goes and says, like, oh, I want to engage those rockers, you have to be ready too, right? And then we can move caps towards that. Like, it's very oppressive with, uh, with that range. And, you know, I think um, maybe, maybe it could be an event kind of thing, right? They're doing events all the time. Now, like, it's like a blackout kind of, um, you know, experiment when you call it, or whatever you want to call it, where you could do that maybe for a week or two and then see what happens. But I, like, long term, would, it would be the most oppressive thing ever. And it has been, right? It has been. It has, absolutely, like it has been, right? People were very much oppressed, but wouldn't you say that back then the overall PvP content was still kind of cooler? I felt, at least to me, it was much cooler than it is today. I had more fun back I then. Feel, I, felt, I uh, felt it was more interesting. I feel that the oppressiveness Even though there was the, oppressive voice. The oppressiveness of the super capital uh, blob, I, I don't think that that is... Um, an issue of the super capital blob itself, the umbrella. I think that's an issue of single regions being able to support entire blocks. It's simply the best option to defend an area that you can reach in a block. Yeah, there needs, and... to, be, there needs to be good reason. You, you, if if Imperium is is capable of just delve sustaining all of its economic activity, that's the problem right there. The problem is that they don't need six, seven, eight regions to support that many people. If you increase the number of regions massively that you need to support that, then the umbrella either has to be focused in one place only, or it has to be smaller and split up to cover other areas. And I yep. think that's incredibly simple. I think everybody would agree with that. And I want to say also, like people always talk about the good old times, right? Not everything was better. Some no, things were everything. quite good. Right. Oh yeah, not everything was better, right? And as somebody in Twitch chat pointed out, back then you fought over passive moons, which were not a citadel that would deal 30k DPS to your fucking capitals, and you needed capitals to kind of deal with the situation in the first place. So everything was different, I guess. It's true, whatever. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> a couple of things in in chat there. Somebody says Imperium has a lot more space than Delve. Yes, they do, but it's a comparably small area that is covered effectively by the umbrella because that's where all of the activity happens because they don't need to you they don't need to spread out their farmers on those farms and fields that nick is mentioning there farms there's nothing fundamentally wrong with farms and fields and yes it was asked for by the 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 null entities it was not asked for by a lot of people but the farms and fields it, it turns out that you can stack thousands and thousands of simultaneous farmers in one very very small space which is coverable by an umbrella and that's the problem yep i agree and um like so we hold for example we have a little bit of a problem like oh, I, would, I don't know if i want to call it a problem but we took space nobody else like was too interested in right so we have space in pure blind and fade and all kinds of 
and we have moons everywhere around us, right? And there's no one really contesting it, but now um, there's like NC and P uh, and hordes deploying, but it's like into empty space, really, right? Nobody's really living there, and like they they, they can grind some some things, but what we essentially just need is just that little like it's just two constellations and fountain that we read and mine in, right? And we have all our infrastructure. It's very easy to cover, even though we're spread out. Like, so like, there's not only the problem that there's no need to spread out, but also there's a problem of like, there's so much room for us to, to grow that nobody would be contesting even if we would have to, I feel like. Right? So and I, I, yeah. I, I don't blame any large alliance or block. I don't blame them for not going to war with each other. What's the point? They've all got everything they need. Of course they don't go to war. There's there's no scarcity of what they require. I know we're in a mineral scarcity at the moment, but everybody is still capable of supporting themselves in an incredibly small space. It's like having an entire country, except the entire population of your country can fit within the castle walls at the center. It doesn't make any sense. Yep. And I... I... Like for those who watch like the FC chat every week, I'm gonna sound like a broken record, but I always say that the actual problem is that we don't have enough players to fill all that space. You know, if we had ten we times do. the number, we do, <laughs> we have, do enough have enough players. players to fill that space. We just Are need you? to stop the fields in the very center from being so fertile. I, you know what? I don't think I agree because yeah, yeah because like for example. Even if you go to the constellations like that we use within it now, right? It's just mm-hmm. two, two or maybe three constellations. Some people do other stuff, obviously, to make isk. But even for that size of an alliance, um, it's you know it's very easy uh, to live off that, and you don't see a shit ton of people there. It's not like packed with people, right? There's still like you know. If you spread yeah. these guys out, they actually use the space. If you spread them out over like a region or two, right? Yeah. Then it would be so thin. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think that would be. Um, you know, that would be what we would be looking for, right? Like one guy here, one guy there, kind of thing. Maybe what you're looking for. It's better than the, of right, the size no of fights shouldn't be supported by by this kind of thing. Maybe if everything was spread a lot thinner everywhere, meaning that defense forces were thinner, I mean, attacking forces were thinner as well. It would just mean that there would be a lot more, but smaller activity all over the place. Yeah, maybe, maybe. A lot of people have got to stop thinking from a current numbers point of view. We've got to stop um, expecting that after everything is fixed and it's a paradise out there, we've got to stop expecting that we've got got to stop trying to support um, activity for a fleet of a um, hundred people. We're going to stop expecting that that's going to be the optimal thing afterwards. Yeah, I mean, but this, the, the, at the same time, though, um, it is a big part of why people go into Nulsek, why people play the game is like big fleets, right? Not everyone is a small scaler. Right? Not, not everyone... is what would happen during wars and invasions, not during defense. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Obviously, but then you like so. If there was a war to capture that space, then you know you would probably see a mix. Obviously, we all want more wars, but at the same time, people would then go to me like, "Hey, Panda, why don't you start a war? Like, you can just do that." And yeah, I could. Why would you exactly like? <laughs> yeah, you have to you have to gather 
first of all, you have to have the motivation to put in all that effort. People underestimate how much effort that is, right? To start yeah. a war, do it proper, then take on that responsibility. All the guys are just sitting uh, at home. And then Willy and uh, the other guys, Willy and um, Shadu and so on, were on talking to stations just the other day. I just listened to that today. It was exactly, yeah, exactly what I just said. Like, you have to go to war you have to put in all that work and it's just not worth it, right? And they, they also said they're not willing to come back to the game because they're not willing to put in all that time and effort, right? So, um, you know, what it do they needs get to be, it? yeah, you no, know, exactly. Uh, it needs to be almost a grudge kind of thing and it's very hard to find. It's very sad that the only reason to go to war is on invented reasons or just because of personal reasons there previously used to be wars because there was stuff worth taking we want to take that territory we want to install renters we want to install our own guys we want the moons a lot that of, kind yeah, of thing, a lot know? of times it was the moons right yeah Don't yeah perhaps right. the most egregious thing that ccp removed from the game also think that back then maybe even though it was massive pain to make a war happen right it was still you needed to like memorize all the like the what do you call it the constellations the ways on how to get where and and when like you know scout all the moons and you know like you know you need to put all the effort into the war but from a warfare perspective don't you think it was a bit easier as well because alliances wasn't as big back then like i feel like a couple of years ago the overall trend started happening of gathering in these absolute fucking ultra blobs right we had like big fucking blob alliances and coalitions before but i feel like over the last 5 ish years or so or four or something this trend has been happening of like building these ultra blocks right it's the optimal way to play the game well it's the optimal play way to have your space be safe right and play the mm -hmm. game i guess right and just be you know very strong and powerful and uncontestable but at the same time it means moving this massive force into an offensive war is probably incredibly more difficult than it already used to be right and attacking an enemy that has as well this kind of insane size is just another extra level of holy shit this is just too much i can't be fucking bothered yeah and that's i mean that's a very common thing right if we go to war let's say let's say we start a war with um with fraternity like first of all fraternity is a maybe a bad example because of time zone tanking right that's already a, like a, that the a exactly the let's just say they're the same size as units and the same time zone but then what happens usually is like one side is losing and they call in friends right then the other side feels like oh you call in friends we call in friends and it always ends up the same uh, it's exactly it's the exact same thing happens just in pure blind right horde deploys there and we're like well actually it's too far like we can't be bothered that actually that was my reaction at least but then some fcs take some fleets out because it's good fights right and everyone's having fun for a while but then suddenly like let's say um, nc shows up or goons it doesn't even matter and then suddenly the other side brings in friends and it always develops into that shit show right it's always the entire game getting involved if the conflict gets big enough, right? Because everyone is like looking for, like, to entertain their people. Right? This um, comes to something that I wanted to talk about. I think it's probably the first time I'll have talked about um, this concept um, in a sort of uh, a, 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 a public way. But there's a huge poison in the game that has it's always been there, but it has grown notably in the last four years, and it is 
the culture of shame around losing. <clears throat> the yeah. it's it, it the, the idea that, that you're not going to stay with your alliance if you lose a few fights, or at least the fear from the leadership that people won't stay around if they lose a few fights. And there's this huge stigma around losing a fight. Now, just losing and losing and losing and losing and losing should identify you as not very good. However, people's utter refusal to accept that sometimes you're going to lose is a poison in this game. And there are so many factors that have built it and built it and built it higher and higher and higher. Um, I, I, I personally feel like this isn't something that can happen. And this isn't something that I would recommend, and CCP wouldn't do it anyway. But if kill mails never existed in this game, this poison would be so much weaker. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think that it would be a far better game if, if there weren't kill mails. People lose a Titan moving it somewhere and Reddit, or at least various alliances hold it up and they they laugh in the face of that entire alliance that they dared to lose a ship um and it's demoralizing it is detrimental to um any kind of encouragement to pvp and it encourages uh blobbing bat phoning and everything like that while like I, I 100% see your point, but at the same time, I believe it has always been a thing. And I believe it definitely has. back I think in it's the day, than it's ever been because of the I know. so that's where <laughs> that's the only way, uh, point. Like, I don't care about ZK whatsoever or about like killbot stats, but uh, I like to go back on battle reports and just see how we did, right? I kind of like yes. that. But it's at the same time, looking and, and examining this is this game is all about planning and examining and looking back and looking forwards and, and numbers and things like that. Yeah. Okulo says maybe delayed killboard, maybe a delayed kill killboard by like a week. Like then a what? It's already very useful for be, oh, the news. huge volume of free intel. Um, but uh, but yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, he, it, it, the, it's not going to fix uh, being shamed for daring to risk. Yeah, but at the same time, that's part of the game so much that I feel like that makes it kind of real too, right? Like I, yeah. I don't know if I, if I would agree saying it would make the the game a better game. I don't know it's, if I would an agree. Attitude problem with pretty much all. Of yeah, the I wish I wish people would be more willing to evolve fleets every now and then, and you know risk titans and super but at the Just same lower time the stakes a bit so that people are willing to go the reason you don't <sighs> see a titan fleet fighting another titan fleet is because one side's gonna lose <laughs> no 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 you know why you don't see that i can tell you why you don't see that because not it's, close enough we to talked about no we talked about faxes already it's usually <laughs> if you field 100 titans versus 100 titans let's say one side gets more backup from friends they have, on top of those 100 Titans, they have 100 Dreads, and they have maybe 200 Faxes, right? One side I, has the advantage. Let's say they, they duke it out. It's not going to be like, oh, yeah, one side kills 50 Titans, the other side kills all 100. That's not what's happening, right? Usually what happens is one they, they engage. Maybe they kill one or two, but 
the second it's getting lopsided and they, they see they they you know they can't win it they want to extract and then at the end it's going to be very one-sided right like that fight you will never see like or like i don't know i want to say you will never see it but with the support of faxes they like at some point you don't crack them any anymore you know what i mean like at some point it's going to be so lopsided that it's going to be ridiculous right instead of having a healthy trading going back and forth so mm-hmm. like if you feel your titans it's not like you know hey i'm, I'm gonna kill a, a ton of shit with this at the very least no there's a very high chance you jump in and if you make a mistake you lose everything for almost nothing right and that's the problem right those assets like you wanna you wanna like kill some serious shit with it but it's not the reality of things right it simply isn't like mm. there's and I think that's the main I, reason why we don't I, see I this. I, I, th- I think if fax wasn't a factor, I still don't think a Titan fleet would, under normal circumstances, fight another Titan fleet. But that's my conjecture on the matter, because losing would be too devastating. The stakes are too high. Wasn't it also about like what losing the Titan fleet means? All right, it's. I don't think it's just like about the pure loss of ships and isk and whatever, dude. It's a lot. It, it's about losing your power, right? Because your Titan bomb is the power that you have in your space, right? And if you lose it, then that power is gone. Sure, there's backup Titan. Like at this point, because Eve is fucking eight, <laughs> you know, we have backup Titans and backup facts and backup supers, dude. We got hangers full of that shit which shouldn't exist. But still, like losing your Titan fleet is kind of like not just like, oh, I lost a bunch of ships. Let's go to Jita, buy some new ones or go to 1DQ or wherever the fuck, you know, people in Nosec buy their stuff. I don't know. But it's about like you lose that ability to 100% protect your space, right? It's like you have the, the, the nuclear bomb and nobody's going to declare war on you because they know you can nuke them. But once you don't have that nuke anymore, fucking everyone's going to march in and be like, this is my land now. Fuck off. Yeah. So... I would argue, like, even if you lose a Titan fight, right? Titans on Titans, and you lose that fight, you will never lose all your Titans. Of course not. But Because of lag and tie-dye and extraction and... And not every one of your lines is on it at, at the same time, right? You, you're never going to sure. have all your Titans on the field, at any t- even if you try it. Sure, sure. But it would still, you know, losing, you know, 2%, yeah. losing 5% of your Titans would still be a significant <clears throat> disadvantage. But I would also argue, like, one factor that very important there is how do you lose your Titans? Like, are those guys, like, are you losing them stupidly? So your guys are like, what the fuck was that guy thinking? Like, and now my Titan is gone. Is that guy is not going to get a new Titan, you know what I mean? And he's not going to get it anytime soon, and it's not going to get it for you to field again. But if you field your Titans, let's say you guys are probably aware of the fight that Snuff and GGG had, like, a while back, I don't know. Maybe a year, have you? Um, I don't know. In O1Y or something. Exactly. It's in Fade or Pure Blind. Um, you know, it's a, like, that was super rare. Um, but those guys that lost the Titan there, I do not believe that these guys were super mad about it, right? That was the best way to lose a Titan. Saying, okay. Amazing. Yeah. Like, okay. It was a great fight. I lost my Titan, but hey, Alliance is taking care of me as good as they can. Probably, what were the I don't Titan know. Titan trades on both sides, and I think Snuff lost three. Uh, didn't they? I think Snuff lost three or four. Yeah. I think they lost. Uh, I, f- I don't remember actually. I think maybe someone great. can you find know, a know, better report. Weird. I just happened across that video, a video of that today, while I was just on browsing YouTube. Um. Yeah, and it was one of the best. I mean, that might have been the best Titan fight 
ever. But it's a right? fluke. It's a fluke. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And yeah, then people. And it wasn't 250 versus 250 Titans as well. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So, so yeah. one, two, three. It looks like it could have been. They lost a couple. Yeah, four. Four snuff. Uh, and we, oh, we saved two or three. And, and four Ranger Regiment. Yeah, and we saved two or three. Like, Snuff was not trading well, right? No. And um, I had to bomb them free so they could get away. It was, like, lucky on their part that we had the right doctrine for the job on that grid right there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's like... But essentially, uh, I mean, the, the, the title of the video... Um, let, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. The title of the video illustrates some of the problem here. Someone's getting um, dunked, right? Is that what it uh, is? Yeah. Oh one, why did you give Tau the Titan keys? It's like they traded evenly, but the attitude in the video title is oh, well, who but, let him lose some Titans. <laughs> but I think in this case, that's probably a snuff video. It is, yes. Yeah, so snuff is making a little bit of a meme out of Tau there. But they wouldn't do it if it wasn't like a, a complete shit show. Right? They wouldn't do that then. Like <laughs> it was alright, it was fun for everyone, and then now he can get memed on. Like, that's very normal. I think that's not a toxic kind of thing or the behavior that we were talking about earlier. I think that's still a healthy, you know, fun, like, friendly banter kind of thing. Should we move on to some of the other um, questions that we thought we might uh, look at? All right. So f my first question was actually, right, we, mm. we kind of drifted off for a while here, mm. but my first question was actually, why the fuck would you run for CSM, right? Like, why would you do that to you, to yourself? I've not been happy with the direction CCP have been taking for the for the last four years, and I don't know if it is because of the previous CSM members. I don't know if it is because of CCP. I don't know if it is because of both. But uh, it's my turn to find out and to see what I can do this time. So when I when I have people or see people run for CSM, and I've never been on the CSM, but I, I talk to a lot of them uh, every now and then. Like, I think people underestimate how much work it is, right? I do have the feeling you have a, you know, a healthy idea of what, you know, you should be expecting. But still, like, I have to wonder, like, it's a lot of work. And mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a reason why people, like, there's a high number of people quitting after one CSM term. Mm -hmm. right? So, like, are you ready for that part? Are you I'm ready, ready to be disappointed? I, 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 can't, I can't tell you that, yes, everything will definitely be perfect um, because I haven't been in before. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm aware it's a huge amount of work. I'm a, uh, and over the last two months, uh, I'm aware of um, having to keep up your profile as well in the run-up to an election, unless, of course, you're a block member, in which case it doesn't matter. And yes, someone in, in chat asks, is it voluntary work? Yes, it's completely voluntary. The only thing you get from it is now that one summit, they fly you out to Iceland. That's like what some people yes. might just think like that's like a big perk. I'm not sure if that's... I mean, you know. from, from, what I, from what I imagine and from, from, from the experiences of, C of, of current members on the CSM, Vili will probably be able to fill us in because he's in the chat at the moment. But I would imagine it's, it's uh, you go to Iceland, you stay in a cheap hotel, and then you go to an office building and sit in a meeting room for several hours a day, and then you go back to the hotel room and watch some TV. Yeah, I imagine that's probably what it is. Yeah, yeah. While, of course, uh, thinking through the evening and perhaps having to make lots of notes and thoughts for whatever the subject's going to be the next day. 
Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, they they put us in a nice hotel. Yeah, yeah. like I don't think they they're going cheap there, right? But it's um, Iceland. <laughs> I just heard Brisk's <laughs> a voice coming up here with like the amount of bits. Um, <laughs> I know how like I wasn't like I was. I'm always in contact with Brisk when he ran and he was on the CSM. Like I know he had his laptop with him and in the hotel he was preparing and making all that kind of stuff like to present to CCP and stuff like this. So it's gonna be like like it's it's work, right? That's what it is, and you're doing that for free. Right? And I think yeah. I think CCP uh, appreciates that too. Like I don't think they take that for granted. Um, but yeah, it still is like a lot of work for like potentially nothing, right? They they might just completely dim- dismiss your. I mean, you know, point I'm not two. going into this to fix, uh, expecting that Eve's going to be fixed. I'm going into this uh, with the feeling that I want to try to fix some major aspects of Eve. But I also I don't want to go in uh, to fix every single problem with Eve. I I think it's um, actually very important for to have any level of passion for this to have some things specifically that you want to address or at least very much try and address um rather than just being a hey vote for me and tell me your problems and i'll bring whatever problem you have to ccp i think that's just a bit pointless yeah and baldrum you said you're gonna run next year yeah next I year <laughs> I think, you can do uh... it Bal. I think uh, my my opinions about Eve are too dank for the regular voter, you know. <laughs> I don't think anybody will vote for me. I'll actually, dude, to be honest, looking at America, maybe I'll get the votes if you're crazy enough, dude. People are like that guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll make a good on. Well, well keep keep building your streaming audience, and eventually you'll have two thousand viewers a night, and they can just vote you in. I'll just say. I want Eve Classic, and that's what I will push for as a CSM member. Eve Classic, very dank boys. Mm. You, you know what? I forgot who it was I was talking about. It when um, one of the recent FC chat. Maybe someone in chat can remind me. But we uh, we talked about having like the Eve Gate open up again, and then have a temporary Eve Classic kind of thing, not classic classic. You know. But for a temporary time, like a set time, let's just say, I don't know, six months, you can go there. You can only jump in there with a pot or whatever. You have to start basically with nothing. And it's a very condensed area. And Ultram everyone starts said something from very similar the other day, actually, yeah, didn't you, Val? I said exactly that. Like a couple was that us? Was that us talking, maybe? discussion at like six o'clock in the morning on Mumble. I was very <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that could have been it, actually. But... Uh, you know, like something in that direction. Like I think that's possible. Like you have to do it right, though. So what what you don't want to do is like open another Eve, and then in the old Eve, there's nothing going on anymore. You don't want Single that. Single shot right? is incredible. Is 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 Eve. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you don't want to uh, get that out of Eve. So if you time, like if you limit the time from the start i think you don't run into that problem right because then you can get in you can take something out but you can't take like i don't know you can't just go in there and build like a hundred times and come out and say hey surprise let's let's get you all killed right <laughs> so um 
like I think there is a way to do that kind of thing and it would be interesting especially for newer players because everyone starts in the temporary thing everyone starts uh, with the yeah, same thing nice. right so um, yeah I don't know I think there should be an ETH gate there should be a new region right and you can only get there through the ETH gate when you pass through all your SP get sucked away and you can never return to the normal galaxy dude and you can just play a good game mm, very dank there's no <laughs> there there's no skill injectors there dude it's it's the promised land the lands of milk and honey dude you fucking go through that eve gate and play a good game yes i think it's becoming clearer and clearer why i'm the run running for csm isn't it yeah exactly that's yeah. why i'm not running for csm because <laughs> nobody's gonna vote for that stuff you know like when they hear me talk they're like that guy's fucking retarded bro yeah, you'd probably get murdered in iceland and, and thrown into some glacier or something because CCP is, uh, you know, going to run out of patience. A thousand years later to come back <laughs> and even see that it, every single person now has a thousand accounts with a thousand titans. Ooh, that's a game <laughs> I want to play. <laughs> and noob ships are now titans. Everything's just titans. Everything has a doomsday. Yeah. Yeah, but Would not vote for me, dude. I'm sad. What I'm I sad always thing. wonder, though, is what, like, what? can't you have? Uh, almost the same level of influence without being on the CSM. You know, putting your thoughts out there in a in a good format, which I'm trying right here, right? Mm. Like I'm I'm inviting all FCs on basically to get that opinion because I believe and it sounds weird because I'm an FC saying it, but I believe the FC, you know, perspective is the most important. They're the guys creating the content for most people because CCP is effectively not doing it and they shouldn't, right? It should only give us the tools to create that content. Mm -hmm. So it I believe me, the content creators... It brings me something about... Um, uh, one, one of my big issues is the positioning of citadels. Um, people are a bit of, uh, mixed in their reception of the, uh, the concept that... Uh, you know, I, I very much feel citadels should only be anchorable at the warp-in points of uh, planets and moons, which would limit the number and limit the positioning of them and you mentioned the, the tools for the sandbox and i liken the unlimited positioning of citadels to we're all in the sandbox and uh with the places where you can place yourselves it's just like giving everybody an excavator at the same time just ruining the entire sandbox for each other completely with massive massive tools Here's the problem I see with the sandbox right now as we're talking about sandbox, right? You know, EVE is a sandbox where we all play in, okay? And I see it, see it as like each alliance, at least like in NoSec, because NoSec is the place where there's nothing. You go there and you build something up, right? You build your own army, your own economy, yada, 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 right? So that's the real, the, the like the, the, the final step of the sandbox, I guess, right? And I feel like at this point, we're at a point where all these massive blocks go into their sandbox and they build a theme park in it, right? So I feel like the sandbox concept is kind of like at a point where it's not really the true, it doesn't feel like a true sandbox anymore. It feels like a place with a lot of different fun parks and you make a decision to which fun park you go, right? And last summer when CCP did whatever they did there, right? Like the local thing gone and then they changed Sinos and yada, yada. I thought it was pretty cool because there was some pretty drastic stuff happening and people complained about it. But I thought it would be dank if shit like this would happen like every three months, right? Like 
CCP just hits us with a hammer that completely changes the way the game, our gameplay currently works and, and fucks us up a bit, right? So we have to adapt to a changing universe rather than just sitting there and shooting red crosses and complaining about not being able to invade the enemy because, you know, losing Titan sucks. So at least there's something to do, whether we get to use our supers or not. But it would be cool if the universe around us would change a bit so we have something to adapt to, right? Rather than sit in our chosen theme park and play essentially a theme park MMO. But what do you mean with like, it would be nice if the universe would change? Do you mean like space weather kind of stuff or what? Space what? Space weather, because that's, that's one of the things... People I don't know space playing. weather, but like, you know, we're, we're these kids playing in the sandbox and CCP are the gods above, right? And they can just like, I don't know, do whatever, dude. Like, whatever the fuck they come, can come up with, dude. whatever, dude. Like, I don't fucking care. Just make things happen that make the players, force the players to change the way they're currently playing the game. Right? Maybe uh, the upcoming next part of the uh, Triglavian arc will uh, do something fun for us. Uh yeah, I mean I don't think so. But <laughs> I'm interested in it in an upwell ship obviously, but uh, I don't but know. It, it it looks like they're going to have stuff that changes that, that lowers the security status of high sec systems. So that's, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's a like I don't know, right? Like and I don't like nobody knows exactly what it's going to do, but like so you guys are low sec guys, and that's most likely what's going to happen. Right. is that like uh, the Triglavians are taking their own space right? I guess they're going to have some sort of high sec maybe or they're just going to turn some high sec into low sec but like with that I don't think like I don't know what's gonna you know I don't I don't know what's that, what that plan is but what do, what do you say like if there's suddenly another low sec region like what do you guys think about that well it's, it's, it's not going to be that, that nothing's going to be changed permanently so you can't actually take notably big forces in for a campaign into a newly lowered security system because oh well next week it's going to go back to high sec so enjoy being is that how it's going to work there no, no well we have we, Nobody we have knows. no idea yeah. we have no idea what this low sec this this uh, lowering of system security actually implies will they stop capitals from going in there so that there's no caps left in there when it goes back to high sec again there's so many things that obviously CCP must have uh, an answer to, given they're on the verge of uh, releasing this. So it's not just a concept anymore. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff in the in the making. Uh, it looks like, right? So we have to like wait and see what actually they want to do with it. Like the same with the Hobo Leaks uh, stuff that came out. Um, I did actually link the picture to you guys, so I'm not sure if you had a look at it. Um, yeah. I'll bring it up on screen actually. One sec. Yeah, that'd be good. There you go. So that's another Hobo League thing, and I have no idea what that is, for example. So, um, I mean, we could all speculate. Is those? Uh, is that those? Like, we saw some screenshots of some triangle stations. Is that what we think those triangle stations are gonna be? So I've not like, yeah, Probably. maybe. I mean, so they were talking about observatories before, right? So the yeah. first thing, this dash, das, whatever it's spelled thing, um, it looks to be like so. Those are space weather generators. It looks like, right? 
Destructible that looks effect like adding beacon. wormhole effect to systems. Those last two ones, that looks like player um, object to modify the stats, uh, modify bonuses on systems. Yeah, so it looks like that's exactly what you asked for, right? But, uh, so the sandbox changes. Well, but we have to put it down, right? So it's not really the sandbox changing. It's, again, us sort of, like, increasing the, like, giving us more uh, abilities to to color our theme park. And I hate Eve being a theme park. I don't think it should be. I think if these weather things should happen, it should be happening completely random, and people have to suddenly adapt to it, rather than us being like, this is our space, and I kind of want to be our space to be like that. Because that's, like, isn't that, like, the... Uh, the like the definition of like just building your theme park yeah i guess i mean I, i'm not saying this is like the perfect way to go about it. and uh, we don't know if that's actually what they plan on doing yeah I mean, it's hobo league stuff right so but like let's if we assume this is like an anchorable structure like what i hope the first thing i i hope for like i don't know about you guys but it is that a destructible effect beacon means it's not going to have a timer, right? So I don't have to go and ref it and then come back the next day. No, I mm -hmm. can just kill it right away. And people have to go and defend it right then and there. And it has a certain value. So people want to defend it right then and there. Yeah. You know, not only the value in terms of bonuses, but also the value of ISK, right? I mean, if it's, if, it's, if it's destructible, is it going to be small gang destructible or is it going to be massive fleet destructible? Yeah, is it going to have it? If it's small gang destructible, then it is pointless for any kind of um, dictating how uh, Sov Warfare will be fought. Because the big fleet come, take one glance at it, one shot it, and now it's irrelevant again. Mm. Um, if it's small gang destructible, then uh, I, I, I don't know what the use of it would really give to to the people that lived there if it can just get blown up by a 10-man gang of some assault frigates and some hacks. Also, yeah. Pando, don't you think it needs to have a timer? Or it needs to be incredibly cheap? Because if it doesn't have a timer, you anchor it, then it's like your, your EU time zone or US time zone, and then some EU time zone boys come and just clap it. So it can't really be worth much if you want it to have no timer. Right? Well, you can, like, so if it's no timer, like, I see it as an ESS kind of thing, right? So you put it out and you have it active for the time you're active. And then at the end of the day, when you decide to pack your shit in, you grab that stuff and you pack it back in. Right? Here's something that could make it more interesting, right? Is if um, this, is, this is about to get pretty wild right Do now. It. So brace yourself. Hold on to your chair. This is about to get crazy. What if CCP is... Thank you, Bolt. What if CCP is... Um, looking into expanding um, abyssal fleet PvP and tying it to some kind of sov or structure thing. Abyssal fleet PvP. I'm not sure if I'm, I'm a big fan of that idea. Well, on the face of it, it sounds stupid. But if we, if we ignore that for a moment, we look at um, the fact that citadels have uh, two timers, right? You've got to shoot it three times, okay? I was speaking with um, Almeca yesterday about moonshot ideas, like things that are almost impossible, but are interesting to think about. And what if the armor timer 
was a um uh, some size of uh, fleet pvp abyssal event for a timer like oh this this part of the defenses of the structure are kept in some artificial abyssal space to keep them safe from roaming gangs you know you shoot it and then after the first timer you can use the blob to defend it but if it goes on to the next timer then you know you you get to have a 100 versus 100 fight in the abyss to decide on the final fate of the structure uh, i don't know but it's like, pretty wild yeah i and know probably impossible to implement but uh, uh, given that you can still use the blob to defend the uh, the first timer if you want it uh, opens up I don't, some interesting stuff so i don't think that's a, a a good idea i don't i don't like like any fleet wolf or any pvp necessarily i don't like taking that out of normal space in general right like yeah. matchmaking kind of thing i'm not a big fan sure do and... remember about abyssal space that you always pop back out at a specified predefined point in normal space don't forget that yes yes but at the same i mean you know it is How i mean then you get bombed at the end there we, we go there's there's a nice there's a nice can we talk about something PvP? nice that we really all can agree on can we talk about 3v3 abyss frigate pvp mm. That would be very dank, boys. Very dank. It oh. would. I think I would like that way more than the normal one v one thing. Yeah, I think the one v ones are very dumb, and also you have to play <laughs> on your own. One v one is solved. Use no, an Ikatursa. <laughs> no, Ikatursa isn't even the king, right? There's like counters to the Ikatursa as well, right? But let's just like, it's always more fun to play with friends, right? The best ship in Eve is friendship, and when you're in there in the fucking abyss solo in your cruiser, there's no friends with you. It's just you and yourself, dude, right? And and playing with friends is always more fun. So I think 3v3 frigate holding PvP, right, would be very interesting. And there's so many different ships filling so many different roles that it would also be probably an incredibly interesting meta, right? With like, you know, you can do some RR comms, you can have like maybe I don't know, a sentinel yeah, I agree. tracking disrupt, you know, you can fly like you can be some fucking tryhard cunt with way too much is can fly a triple cambion and just alpha everything, <laughs> lol, right? But you know what I mean? Like, there's just generally, this is, there's so many ships. There's ele electronic attack frigates, logi frigates. Yeah, like, I agree. Yeah, assault frigates. You know, so much stuff, and yeah. that would be really, really dank. It would be. It would be a, like more people would be doing that than the one we want thing. That's for sure. It's well, it's cheaper, it's probably... and it's like, and it's three. Don't forget, right? It's three people. It's not a lot doing yeah but let's say we the three of us go into this thing and then we have the opportunity to do the extra room like one of us at least is gonna say like let's do it let's do it right so the chances <laughs> of them actually being like ah fuck it like it's like not that expensive voice to imply that whoever is suggesting it is the idiot of the three <laughs> <laughs> but there's there's going to be at least one like in our group we all three probably would be probably doing it right we're all the idiot but um <laughs> all i'm saying is even like care bear groups that just farm it with some friends there's going to be that one guy who's pushing for it and then they're going to jump into it and then they're going to have a good time anyway and then it's never going to be super one-sided i guess i mean it, there's a potential for that obviously right there's some skilled people in there and some good setups can dominate in there obviously but there's way more room for the meta as you just described for the meta to develop and yes. you know do some stuff like, which there, which there wouldn't said, be I would for imagine, 100 versus 100 <laughs> I, I would imagine well, like no. what you just said right 
I would imagine that the random PVE boys, right, would still like just go like, oh, let's fucking go, let's do it, dude. Let's exactly. get three frigates and go into the abyss and have a little guaranteed three v three fight. We will not get blobbed. We will not have to fight above our class or whatever, dude. We're gonna fight three frigates. Maybe they got more pimp on it. Maybe they're more experienced. Whatever, dude. Let's fucking go. Worst case scenario, you lose fucking forty mil. Who gives a shit? I don't. Okay. So those people are gonna get some free content. Okay, and they will play this content. And then there's all the fucking small gang PVPers or or like mid scale PVP. Like everybody that's interested in PvP will go into it, right? And we'll just like just fucking do it because when you're bored, you're sitting around, there's nobody out in, in your area roaming, or you don't want to take 50 jumps, you don't feel like cracking a filly and getting fucking blobbed to shit, right? You're just like, let's go some 3v3 filaments, dude. Let's have a little frigate fight. I think that would be pretty dope. And obviously, there's going to be the ultra tryhards that are going to fucking be constantly in the abyss and you know push the meta as far as possible. And maybe you run into them and maybe they will yeah. murder you. But that's if you know, who knows? Who cares? I do not believe you have to convince anyone here. I think we yeah. all agree yeah. that like, if you have the one-on-one ar- ar- arenas, why not have it for the frigates? Right? Exactly. It's CCP, like, Twitch chat, CCP, why don't make it happen now? Free arenas. Tell me, you have the tools. You can clearly make an arena. There's three, three man frigate abyss. Just make a gate so we can go into a freebie free. Thank yeah. you very much. It, sh- it shouldn't be it should be all that hard to make that happen, right? So, yeah, that would be that's that should be on the number one list. We get phantomites elected. Fruit. Yeah, yeah, we get phantomite elected and that's the first thing you need to get done, right? Alright, I'll I'll walk in the office, I'll roll my sleeves up and I'll say, oh, that bu- push that button on the wall that makes 3v3 frigate arenas happen. No, yeah. you will push it, dude. You just, you know, when they look away, you push I'll it. I'll yawn, uh, and I'll lean on it and push it, and then you can thank me later. Very dank. Yeah, I mean, it's a good start. I mean, definitely. And then PJ, who is also running for uh, CSM, by the way, he's uh, said, like, obligatory uh, bring back AT, shout out, right? And I don't think anybody I... disagrees with the AT needing to be brought back. Um, I'm CCP doesn't even disagree. Uh, CCP convict is taking notes. Very dank. He is taking convict. notes. I mean, the, the the note should ideally <laughs> say just bring back the AT. Um, however, I think if CC if there if there's a very real reason that CCP is unwilling to do the AT, then they should at least uh, develop some tools. That players can use to properly, but exactly run that's what they similar themselves. But that's what they're doing, and Convict can maybe um, uh, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. But so the thing is, always for them, they have to think about the dev time and the investment of like dev time and all that stuff, right? That's obviously yeah. their currency. So I'm guessing that it the used to be CCP run. isn't doing the AT is because it's not is because they don't feel it's valuable to the to the game and the company. No, I do believe, and I think they said that over and over again, that it is valuable to the game and the company. But the thing is, it used to be run by like a very few, like I think one guy, I forgot who it is. Is it Logibro? I forgot. But I think it was CCP Logibro. There's a couple guys that were very invested in that stuff and they were running that like almost on their own time. And I believe one of them... uh, it, you know, left the company and it's just so much work for what they get out of it, right? It's not like mm-hmm. they don't value it, but you have to get like a shit ton of value out of all that work. So they decided they can't do it that way. So their no, new approach seems to be 
that they want to enable the player base to do it. But that's going to be a little bit of a longer road, right? Like they, you can't just you know, hit the button and say, hey, everyone can do ATs now. Like it has to develop all the tools and all that stuff. So I think they're going in that direction. And I think Hilma actually said it not too long ago. Uh, but yeah, it will, you know, will take some time, I guess. How about we make a GoFundMe? Hmm? A GoFundMe for, for the AT? For the fucking AT, dude, right? And I don't know, I just want to have AT. <laughs> That's another let's thing, do, though. Let's, let's, do a, let's do a plex for AT and CCP get the profits like a charity. But that's so another specifically put on the AT. Except but... <laughs> we have to use it for the AT, obviously. If they don't, I will come and burn their house down. Hold on, don't we, don't, 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 we already, don't people already give a ton of plex to CCP for the AT anyway? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh yeah, you have to pay, I guess. Yeah, well, but you don't get any money from money you getting the plex, right? That's why I said make it a go for well, taking people. plex out of the game is essentially paying real money to whatever. Yeah, AT is probably logistics-wise a lot more work than to just open a fucking gate and the free man abyssal frigate sites. And then we already have that some is nice competitive gameplay where all the competitive players they would love that shit. All the streamers that love that shit would stream it, right? And they the good teams would. I mean, I guess I don't know if you would stream it because then people are gonna like it's like you know queue sniping in other games, you know, and you. Well, you can delay it. You, you can, can hide your queue. You can like. There's ways around it. That people would love to watch, whether yeah, in video or live stream format, people would love to play it. So I think we need some free v free frigate PvP. Thank you very much, CCP Convict. Yeah. But at the same time, like, so you say, like, start a crowdfund. Right? That's I think it's another like it highlights yeah, another misconception. I know, I know, but it highlights another misconception about the whole problem. Like, CCP can't just throw money at some problem and fix it, right? I think yeah. Eve is just too complex of a game. If the if it was like I don't know League of Legends, it would be probably a little bit easier to fix certain balances and that stuff. This is not like an easy task. Like you can't just pick some dev up who like worked on some other game and then have him fix uh, anything in this game, right? You need so much game knowledge. You can't you can't even get that within a year, I believe, right? To not fuck it up. Mm. So um, you know, just money is not going to fix it. Right. So, uh, uh, I don't want to, you know, um, what are you, white knight for CCP here, but I guess... I mean, I know uh, it's difficult, and I know it's expensive, right? You know, and that's going to be, that's, that's going to be it. it th th they are a business, and they do care about the community. It's just, maybe, maybe we have different priorities than they think we have. And yeah, the the dude yeah. that did it isn't doing it anymore, you know. <laughs> yeah, and the and the thing is, like, that's the job of the CSM, is that you go in there, you talk to them, so they can make that decision. You do not know, like, going on to the CSM, you don't know how much work exactly it is to do certain mm -hmm. th stuff, even though it's on the top of your list. That might just still be too much, like, time for time investment, money investment to make that happen. So it just slides down the list, right? So that's going to be the CSM's job. That's number one job, in my opinion, is to enable CCP to make the right decision right there, to make sure they're going in the right direction with what they can uh, do, right? Like, to sort of uh, uh, put across effectively what the players' priorities are in what they, what they, how they want the game to be for them. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. 
I think there has been there have been CSM. You can see it in some of the of the applications um, that they misunderstand that you know that they go in too with too much of like ideas what you could do. Like they wanted to it's going too much towards the um, uh, g- game dev like game design um, er- uh, side of things, right? They think they are going to design like that's not what's happening, dude, right? You have to enable CCP to design their game. Right? You, you can't just do it for them. Right? And yeah. And, um, you know, I believe, like, from what I uh, read and heard, like, I believe you're going you're gonna, to gonna do a really good job there. So, especially with that one question on, in London. <laughs> it's already convincing <laughs> to me. It's like the first guy ever to, to ask a good question. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm very, very, that, that pleases me very much to hear that. <laughs> yeah if you do another one of those videos you can definitely uh put a quote from from me on there like... I, I, I i tell you what i think that i think that there needs to be um another ccp eve event that i can go to and ask a different question because i'm sure so many people are sick of seeing that video of me uh uh saying especially <laughs> the uh uh like um Jaronix in um the 5v5 scrims has played my advert that includes that roughly 10,000 times now to those poor viewers well they need to know right the word has to be uh, <laughs> has to get out there <laughs> but yeah um, again, 1,324 times apparently <laughs> very dank yeah, for those who don't know, five device scrims, I've yet to check it out entirely. I do not. You're gonna miss it. I'm, I'm not 100 percent aware like how this works, to be quite honest. But I know like a lot of people praise it, so must be good. So it people is, should it, it go is check it out. Visually beautiful on the on the um, on the stream, and I can tell you as as having um, played it a couple of times with them behind the scenes, it is a absolute rat's nest of uh organization that still somehow works and it is beautiful in its own way behind there as well <laughs> yes fed. Well, like I fed i didn't win i didn't fed win that's like right the word feed dude oh dear don't get me started on the word feed <laughs> what oh, okay <laughs> um i i i feel like uh, the word feed implies that you shouldn't ever lose anything to an enemy yeah i can see that i mean it goes back to that point right <laughs> that we had earlier yeah that you know yeah, the mindset the, shade, the, 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 of the shame of, of loss <laughs> yeah i think that instead of feed we should say oh, oh we fed them a fleet what so the tactic is meant to be starving the enemy of any fun whatsoever no, no, no. Well, no, that is the strategy now. That is how it is, fan. That is what it is. You want to starve your enemy, you know? Exactly. <laughs> like in, Starving in the enemy means also denying your own people fights. Well, it always depends, right? So there's a. it's complicated. Like if you take, for example, if, if you take the situation with us and uh, Horde or NC right yeah. now, it's two regions away technically. Technically, what we should be doing is saying like, Whatever, dudes, just have fun grinding those worthless structures because we're not using any of them. They have no value to us. So we could just sit at home and say whatever because for us, it's two regions away. We have to travel up there to give them a fight, basically. That's how it feels. 
and then they can see us coming adjust their conflict like engage us on their terms basically so we don't have any and they they don't deploy because they want to be friends you know what i mean they don't want they're not deploying for the good fights either so it's like it's always so complicated to you know like where do you where do you draw the line like where does a good fight end the meaning of feed originally is to just um whelp into somebody else rather than doing things properly but people seem to use the word feed just when the word they should be using is just lose yeah it's like grown to encompass just losing <laughs> it's it's all like it's like micro propaganda right yes that's, that's what you can you know where you can put that like on reddit like there's one comment they're like oh they f- they're fed to these guys that's like micro propaganda really right well i yeah. think as willie said feed might be a term coming from league or other mobas where you feed the enemy team more gold right and they become stronger yeah. and then you're a fucking noob right well that's but how that's what if, you do if i think feeding works actually as a term as well right because let's say you undock in a you're a low sec pirate corp and you run into another low sec pirate comp and usually you meme on each other really hard on the reddits right i mean that's where the real wars are fought as we all know okay Morale, you, yeah. you feed them a fleet okay it's not about you feeding them the fleet you feed them ammunition to shoot on you on reddit right because they're gonna make that br post and gonna say you guys fucking suck we slam dunk you so hard go back to fucking brave newbies and learn how to play the game <laughs> lol right so you feed them ammunition to f- shoot at you on reddit yeah you feed the morale and like big um wars it's always about morale von Holbald. <laughs> huh you shouldn't be feeding von Hull. <laughs> That was a tactical feed, okay? <laughs> to boost his morale. All right. A large part of the difficulty in suggesting balance design ideas as a player is, the, is that often you're directly competing with the far simpler, obvious, and usually reductive, not edi- additive ideas. Do it. You have to. Music. You have to. Yeah. You have to cut your questions a little shorter if you want me to read them, right? So you yeah. then add loads of discourse just to try and justify the value of the idea. Um, uh, I mean, yeah. are we talking about things like the thing that people have said for the last mm, about 10 years? Oh, give us a frigate that does massive damage to capitals but can't hit anything else. It's like special design things rather than actually just balancing the game. Um, I, I feel that an example of this is like the assault damage control it's a special case module to try and uh well it had to, to, to elevate some ships out of uselessness but i i i think it's just shying away from greater possibly more complex um balance by just adding this special case module into the game and i, I don't like that kind of balance you know what? I'm not. I'm not too much against the soul damage control. If I have to be honest, like, I think no, the idea is. I just think it's yeah, re- it representative nice. of, uh, of of a bit of a a, a band aid to a problem. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure what exactly they were thinking, but I I kind of like the the idea Works, of it. But... Yeah, but it it kind of further boosted the the whole. Um, Heck meta, right? So I don't like that part. Like we all want to see battleships, yeah, uh, in space. But essentially, they, they made it know. so hacks have to fit that module to be usable. So it, it feels like you've you've lost some choice there, <laughs> in a way. 
Yeah, that is true, actually, right? Yeah. Because it still has like almost the same function as a normal damage control, too. Like, if that wasn't the case, I think people wouldn't use heaviest, like, assault damage controls all that much, right? If you would, like, have a way weaker normal damage control instead, right? I think people would, you know, think about that twice then. You know, maybe there is some balancing that needs to be happening. Yeah. Do we know what the sappy boys are are, are going to be all about? The sappy boys? No. Nope. Yeah. We have the no idea what they're... What they're very defined, thought out, and balanced use in this game is going to be. And the not, ship it's with the Zep not going to be a weapon? special case module. <laughs> well, I mean, we already kind of know they're probably going to shoot a new gun, right? Which is the Zap, which is why it's, in my opinion, the Zappy boys, right? Or chain lightning cunts. Right? Don't think the Zap? That, but go on, yeah. Is that, mean, is that what people call it, yeah? Is it official? Bantam called it, all right. The Zap, I all right. mean, I called it. Zappy I hope. Boys, I really hope that CCP gives it a long name where the where the acronym is Zap. Exactly. Very dank. That'd well, be good. Comedy is right here. Take notes, right? <laughs> here, those are the Zappy Boys. No, but seriously, is it there doing at all? Hold on. Do, I can do this. We can do this. It would be the the zero angular power pulse. Mm. <laughs> no, but I mean seriously, we have no idea what they're what they're what they're good for yet, right? At all. Or do we know well, what they're going to do? I mean, if like, let's just imagine what they do, right? They're going to deal a certain amount of damage to a certain amount of targets. Let, like from the video, it's like four targets. So what you're going to have it's is... a chain thing. Yeah, a cruiser size. They're probably going to say, oh, it's a mini version of the uh, Keepstar. The Keepstar Doomsday, yeah. It's going to deal... If I have to take a guess, it's going to deal... The ships look pretty small, by the way, in my opinion, right? Yes. It's going to be signature based too, I, I believe. No. I mean, I, can, I cannot imagine. Big to small things or big to big things, you know? What well, it's going to be probably signature based, so it's going to deal less damage on smaller signatures, but then also it's probably going to be mass based, so it's going to always be bouncing to the biggest mass, right? Mm, very dank. I've, I believe. Right? And then. It's all conjecture at this stage, really, though, isn't it? What I wonder is does it have an AoE effect? Like a um, lance from a titan, because I can hope not. If well, I kind of do hope because, like, otherwise you have a hundred of these. They will bend, and if I can chain lightning everyone away, and that's like the end of the it. Zappy boys. The zappy Ooh. boys just swing in and fucking murder everything. I can totally see that happen. Like, why wouldn't you do that, right? So I hope there's going to be like some AOE effects, so you can't chain just heal as well, very take like a hundred of these. What was a chain? Ch chain heal, dude. <laughs> the chain heal. Oh god, no. Logi uh, ships should be immune to the zap. God damn it, Rain. Always with the logi, the logi take of things. But yeah. I'm very interested to see what it turns out to be, and and I'm and actually very curious them. about them. I'm actually incredibly curious about these ships, what they're gonna do because Same. a fucking AOE module, right? I mean, it's not a classic AOE; it is a chain lightning. I mean, that's what we think at it's, least. It's it's right? better balanced that way, I think. Huh? I think it's Sorry? easier to balance that way. Well, I mean, we thought triangle guns are easy to balance, right? And then there was a dreadnought that dealt 60k DPS, and everyone was like, boo-hoo, and the next day it is nerfed to the ground where it is now currently the worst dread to fly by far, right? 
a, a, a spoolie dread boy will never out DPS a Nagelfar currently. Like even at max spool, good job, dude. Lord. I've got I've got a I've got a blueprint from uh, Hanzo actually, and then I looked into like should I buy I build it and I just maybe just roam around on it in it with stream or whatever. But then it's like it's so expensive. Like ah, it doesn't make sense. Sorry, but like it just doesn't make any sense. Maybe you have to like. Um... Uh, you can't just activate it. Maybe you ha they're going to make it so that it links to your mic and you have to utter a spell. You have to say Wingardium Leviosa into your oh, mic and <laughs> start doing it. Uh, and someone says Kiki Zappers when? No, that's going to be uh, uh, Zeppi Stukas, you know? I'm pretty sure. Like, the Kikis aren't going to have anything to do with the Zeppis. It's going to be Zeppi Stukas. We're going to fucking Stuka in and then Zeppi everyone. <laughs> it's like it's gonna be glorious like boosh boosh zap zap and boom be gone my friend oh well, i know wait, what it's gonna be i know what it's gonna happen. i know what it's gonna be That's it's going to be cc it's, it's going to be anti-triglavian weapon and it's going to combat uh kiki fleets <laughs> no stop it <laughs> <laughs> it's only gonna bounce on kikis <sighs> well it is like law wise it probably fits right <laughs> Given that they are, hey, I haven't run any kicky fleets to fight the Triglavian invasion. I haven't run any kicky fleets for two weeks, guys. I'm, I'm taking a break. Right, no need to nerf anything. Right, just saying. Conflict but if you something right here, though, right? That CCP is always fighting the hive mind of the Eve players whenever they introduce anything to the game, because they could have like the most best balance idea about the Zappy boys, right? They're like. Sappy boys, the way we, we know how this is what they should be used for, and this is incredibly well balanced. Mm, I'd love to see that in my game, right? And then some fucking knobhead spends 48 hours in Pypha, right? And it's like, <laughs> and it's like mm, I'm gonna break the fucking meta with this shit, lol, right? And then CCP is like, fuck off, you know? And I know, I'll, I'll over, overheat my fucking Pypha when these come out. Yeah, everybody will, obviously, right? Like, they have great potential. I'm, excited. I, I'm actually very excited for Zappy Boys, not gonna lie, absolutely. Same here. You know, when that trailer by, came by, on? By the way, whoever it is that is maintaining Pyfer and pushing out updates so regularly is some kind of absolute hero that is of true, this actually. game. Yeah. Who is that? Actually, you know what? Uh, it's Russian boy. What's he's a Russian Kadesh. guy. Kadesh yeah, I know. Kadesh. Yeah, I had actually Tiana, who's also Russian, uh, actually contact the guy asking for like a a, a night version of it <laughs> you know because like ah oh, we're all staring at this fucking white screen all the time <laughs> but yeah he said he can't make it happen no no it's 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 amazing yeah but yeah that dude is on point like he's fast with it right that's what I always yeah. hated about EFT that dude was always like so late to it and then you didn't know if it ever was coming out and then I had to, like, I changed from EFT to Pyfer for a while, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't use it. It's so similar, and I could still Until couldn't. Until you figured it out. Exactly. I still couldn't get used to it. Yeah, but yeah. I still feel like I'd prefer the old EFT. That's what I still feel like. I, th I feel like the whole tap thing and... Oh, I know. We, we, we got to let it go, though. <sighs> yeah. We got to let it go. It's our EFT has been over for a long yeah. time, and we just got to set it off on a barge and fire a burning arrow at it as it floats off you know what a lot of people actually nowadays use just the in-game like ghost fittings thing Blech. no i can't the do problem, it 
the ghost fitting, I mean, it's kind of <laughs> nice sometimes to uh, when you do abyssal modules, right? Like, let's say you want to fit up like some elite PvP ship, right? And you want to check like with the current abyssal modules mm. available in Cheetah whether it will fit without having to painstakingly fucking copy these stats into Pypha, right? I think it's very good for that. But in Pypha, you can just see so much more. You can see like how much DPS is a Megatron actually going to deal to my active tanked fucking Hyperion here because you can't simulate enemy ships shooting you with a specific damage profile onto your profile and implants and, and apply links and, and apply yeah. implants and apply drugs. There's, like, I mean, I'm not saying we need this in the game because Pypha has it all. I mean, that's just the reason, I guess, why. What? I think game is great. Right. In game is brilliant for things you need to do quickly. But if you're doing any any kind of serious theorying, you need the responsiveness of a native program on the computer rather than the half second lag of everything in an MMO, which yeah. simply isn't possible. The thing the thing is also convict points at all. No, not not directly, but like it's good to have something in the client. Also for exactly. like newer players, like they don't they don't even know about Python maybe. Or they're not willing yeah. to download. They just want to stay in game and stuff. So everyone has that option. So options are always great. And uh, like I'm not shitting on ghost fitting. I just can't like I cannot imagine getting used to it. Like like I, I'm finally used to Pyfa after like I don't know five years. <laughs> it's like I was late. A late. Yeah. Funny. Of Piper, yeah. Funny Same, story. Yeah. Fant, until until not too long ago. <laughs> funny story. Fant was still using Pyfa and posting me fits he EFT. theory crafted. EFT. And I'm, uh, he was using EFT and he posting me fits that he theory crafted. Links them to me. I'm like, Fant, that shit doesn't fit. The gun, this, this ship doesn't have that many gun slots anymore. This ship has <laughs> power grid now. This links me fits that don't fucking work in the game anymore. <laughs> No, I I changed the second it was clear that EFT is not getting updates anymore. Then I, I forced myself. It's missiles now. Yeah. 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 Well, oh, I missed the laser arm again. But yeah. <laughs> I know the feel, bro. Like it's hard to fucking get used to Python, but you made it. Like everyone can can make it, but I'm Pyfer always gonna miss just, I mean, EFT. as well as being correct, Pyfer is also just more powerful. Given the increased complexity of game, the game. Yeah, and I think like uh, all these new things, like Abyssal mods and all that stuff. I think he did a, a good job in implementing those, right? Like it's not that easy, right? So, I'd love yeah. to see a far more responsive. I know people have done it before, but the the it hasn't been it hasn't felt snappy. I'd love to see a really responsive Pyfer like web based tool. I think yeah. these Python-based web tools like uh, yeah, it's 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 not it's not it doesn't feel as snappy. It's not as responsive as. as but will it ever Python. be as a web tool? Depends hmm. how much data it downloads to your computer. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, hard to tell. Right? Yeah, but is it yeah. worth it? You know, if someone wants to do it, like there's already Python, though, so most people will probably say like, yeah, I don't need it anyway. Hey, we EFT was going to live forever, and then it didn't. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I mean the second Pyfa is this not guy, going this guy to to maintain Pyfa for twenty years. <laughs> yeah, if if the guy from Pyfa goes forward and says like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna stop developing this," I'm sure someone's gonna step up and you know do a a, yeah. a web version or like a, a different version of Pyfa. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Rest in peace to all those uh, pos fitting and pos calculation and pos monitoring tools that people spent so much time coding. <laughs> Things change, don't they? The amount of effort people have put into this game is beautiful. Yeah, and the third-party tools, you know, there's so many of them. Like, yeah. 
I mean, nowadays I don't use any third-party tools other than .Learn and, and Pyfor, I believe. I'm using Evemon because that got resurrected and made completely modern. I've I never used that for a long time. Like, but you, you, you're right. Actually, now I think about it. Uh, if I get like a low skill queue thing, it actually pops up on my phone on the uh, the current app that CCP's got out now. So don't really need Evemon because that's all I use it for. Really, is for reminding me when my queue's about to run out. I'm running out of things to train these days, to be honest. Yeah, me too. I sometimes <laughs> I forget, and it's just like for like a couple of weeks that the, the characters are just sitting around not training anything and shit. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's one of the things that is annoying. I think with the alpha state, like even if your character or your account goes into alpha for just like a couple hours, it stops the queue. Right? It stops the queue, and then it, I lose the entire queue. Like for example, on a Titan character, you might have just stuff queued up for like two months three months yeah. at least well you can and do it you you, you can you can all arrange your queue and start it from from the app on your phone all right i might i might look into that you know yeah. set it up once and then Just grab the official ccp app and you can literally manage your skill queue on the phone it's 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 basically flawless all right yeah i might just do that okay. actually and of yep. course as of a couple of weeks ago you can trade plex in jita on your phone now as well i'm not a fan of that it sounds like um oh yeah we can all train happy boys to it yeah yeah but actually we won't because yes bingo thank you something for me to train now if we could make if we could if we could have made the uh specialization skill books a little bit cheaper than half a bill a piece that would have been great as well but i know what you mean We've been we've been collecting so much SP now that as soon as the Sappy Boys get released, we just have them immediately to five, dude. Fuck. No, I'm just gonna train it au naturel, like like God intended. Yeah, Via actually brought it up. Siggy and Pathfinder, yep. Yeah, That's, those are perfect incredible, tools. incredibly complex tools. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Somebody brought up Alliance Auth and the various Discord plugins. Yeah, huge amount I mean, of effort. We're using Pathfinder a lot of effort. Yeah. I mean, what 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 alliances aren't using Discord really now? Even if they're I mean, not actually using Auth for it, it's it's not a it's not an Eve specific tool. And I believe without Discord, no, Eve would be a better way. game. I talked yeah, about I that before. Yeah, I think without Discord, Eve would be a better game, dude. I, I think without I Kill Mail, Eve would be a better game. I think without a lot of things. Do you know what would be really cool? And I'm going to make a, a relation to another game here. Uh, imagine, and th- this is literally impossible, right? For so many reasons. Imagine if you sent your scout out to check something out and he got killed and he just dropped off comms, off voice comms. <laughs> and you're like, what, what, what happened to him? We need to Fate to Black. What happened to him? Yeah, there's this... Um, like uh, shooter Fate there, Black. There was a mod for, for... Well, there is, I imagine, a, a mod for Armor 2 and probably 3 as well uh, called Realistic... I can't remember what it's called, but it was about realistic radios. And um, it would be... It would, like, tie into TeamSpeak. So you'd be chatting, doing all of your military role play with people on TeamSpeak. And uh but it, it, it focused on on like radio line of sight in valleys and stuff like that. So that your radio simply you wouldn't be able to communicate if you didn't have line of sight or if you're too far away, that kind of thing there. Of course that requires that everybody, including the people you're playing against, be playing to those rules and not cheating by just using normal team speak. Yeah. But uh but you'll never so have that cool. in Eve. <laughs> that's no, like <laughs> nobody's playing by the rules, my friends. 
Exactly. <laughs> I mean, everyone's playing by the rules, but everyone's bending them as much as they can, right? <laughs> That's maybe the way to go. Oh, the, the way oh, to describe dear. it. Yeah, like Convict says, it would rely on the other guys. Yeah. Promising. <laughs> I mean, I bet you would still find a lot of people, even in Such Eve, that, that are that are willing to, you know, play under the rules, but it will never be everyone. No, people man. would cheat. People yeah. willing to play the our rules would still cheat. It's impossible now. Yeah. But yeah, it's a it's a fun idea, yeah. Um and then looking at the list, like what else uh did we miss? Like I, I don't know, we jumped from back and forth, like I'm, I had a little bit of a list. But one of the things we didn't talk about was like the faction fort thing from Hobo Leaks, right? So faction yeah, fort. Yeah, I don't know. Some, somebody on Reddit yeah. made an interesting post. They were like, Oh, maybe it's so that of the few faction forts that are in their original locations. Um the the, the the current owners of them would just blow them up to get like a decade's worth of loot out. Ooh. <laughs> ooh, very dank. That is actually, ooh. Yeah. But they can still be killed, though. Right? They can still be killed. But oh, no, no, yeah, actually, yeah, abandoned. Yeah, I never mind. Yeah, I'm sorry. So what? Let me explain to the, to the, actually, to everyone listening in. Like, some people might not be aware, right? So, CCP's introducing the abandoned mode for citadels. And that means all citadels that are not being fueled for, I believe, it's seven days, they go into the state, and then they can be killed right away without a timer, right? And uh, it's going to drop, like, is it 50%? Everything? Oh, it's going to drop everything. Oh, Pando, look at this picture. Put that picture up. This says, this is a picture that's titled... 18,000 cans of loot from Noll-M9 on Sissy. Yikes, dude. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's an amazing picture. <laughs> but what's, what Citadel is that on Sissy? Uh, no, the the Noll uh, faction fort. Uh, but they can't... <laughs> faction fort, it can't, it can't die, though. Like, I mean, it can die, but it can't drop. So... That's Sissy. That's like before the. I imagine yeah. that that implies that this is before so, that amendment to faction four. Let me let me kind of finish the explanation, right? So the abandoned state means they can be killed right away, and it's going to drop loot, which is usually not the case anywhere, right? So I'm a no, I'm a big no, fan of something dropping. Abandoned citadels. So abandoned citadels will have that now. Faction forts for people who are wondering why is faction forts such a big deal? They used to be stations. They have never been uh, forts before. Like they got, uh, what do you call it, uh, changed into fortisars at some point. So all those assets in them would then drop, probably, right? So that dude on Reddit is probably right that they have to um, avoid the abandoned state on them because otherwise, that is exactly what will be happening. Like these very old stations that are still up right now as faction forts would then drop like I don't know how many years, fifteen years worth of assets. Right? That some people thought they're safe forever, right? And then locked off and stuff like this. Like old players, for example, um from like I don't know, ten years ago, they quit the game and they have like a shit ton of their assets still in what? In maybe not in Providence, because all those faction forts are, are gone, I believe. I don't know. But maybe somewhere in in, in some station, right? And now it's a faction for then it gets killed and everything drops. That's a little bit of a problem, right? So yeah, 
But that screenshot is fucking... That's ridiculous. That Even Rage didn't look like this. Just saying. I think it would crash my PC. It Somebody would probably. Posted, posted the... Um, I imagine it, it was from Sissy, but they posted the mail that they received because they had items in a Citadel that was 24 hours from going abandoned. And the mail they got was like, it's 24 hours until this Citadel is abandoned. You've got stuff in there. You can still asset safety it now, but after this 24 hours, you won't be able to. Okay, so that essentially means that this upcoming change to the game means that it only punishes people who don't have as much time to play the game as some other people. Yeah. It only I mean... punishes people that can't log in. Yeah. They can't log in because they don't play the game anymore. Or don't, or, or some days they can't just play for 24 hours. Yeah. So they're the ones that now get punished. Everybody else can still asset safety. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think there should be a mail that something goes into abandoned. I think when it goes abandoned, GG, you fucked up. Didn't pay the bill. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I'm, know. I'm not sure if that's a good idea or if, like, if it has any great impact. I hope, like, from recent changes, I hope uh, they're putting more thought into, into it. You know, like I mean, from recent changes, I feel like I have a good feeling that they that they thought this through and they're gonna get it right the first time. Mm-hmm. Not like the introduction of Citadels, right? Mm-hmm. Where you know it came across a little sloppy. I think um, so. Let's just hope for the best. And uh, does it? That, you know, uh, I mean, it's somebody right saying in, in chat. I think it's good. Everything has to be destroyable, even if you don't play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, ab- 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 absolutely. But uh, th- th- this 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 change here far more adversely affects people who can't be on the game every day. Um, the reason that asset safety was there in the first place is because, unsurprisingly, if you lose everything, you might not fancy playing anymore. Um, yeah, but doesn't have to be everything, this, right? And, and yet with this change, that's now a, a very real risk and it adversely affects people who aren't able to play every single day. But at the same time, though, if asset safety was never a thing, people wouldn't put all their eggs in one basket. Like, for example, you yeah, wouldn't put all your assets... Maybe it should never have been a thing in the first place. Exactly, and that's the problem. If it was yeah. never a thing, it would be different now. But because but, asset know, safety was years, a thing, people years, bank on it. And now you take made. it away. Yeah. So it's like, it's the mix of both uh, things, right? Like, you can't just first give everyone asset safety and then say, surprise, it's gone. Right? That's that's not good, right? So asset safety, if it wasn't a, a thing in the first place, I believe that would have been better. Right? But we've, 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 we've got it now. And, you know, when, when I talk about, oh, Citadel should only be anchorable at planets and moons to limit their numbers, some people are like, but what about all the stuff that's already out there? And people have and and when when we talk about like removing asset safety people are and i talk about oh but what about the stuff that's already out there and people are like nah destroy it all destroy it all it's just like where what do people think (laughs) on this concept do they want everything destroyed or do they not want everything destroyed and it seems to be the extreme both ways there's no in between (laughs) yeah i i always uh, try to like be somewhere in the middle, right? I feel like citadels need to be limited. Like they should have been limited right at the start. Yes. 
Um, I do not. I don't not. I don't understand. Like, why didn't they see it coming? But it is what it is. It's not too late, though, right? So I feel like they should limit it. Not maybe two planets. It's probably one way to limit it per uh, planet. But I believe you should limit it per size and type of the citadel, right? So you have a certain well, number of slots per system. Get this concept right. I was talking about this to somebody. I can't remember who it was, but they came up with a far more interesting solution, which is systems having a certain amount of bandwidth for citadels. Isn't that what Pando just said? Yeah, it's kind of the same, yeah. Okay, sorry, that's exactly what you just said. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but what I believe is, though, like, so, like, one region, how many keeps does does a region need? You know what I mean? Like, two? Yeah, it should be, like, one one keepster per region, two keepsters per region. Like, I believe that would be that would be probably a good balance, right? Like maybe three, I don't know. Yeah. But How there's a number there. Who gets to anchor the keep star in the region? They have to so, own 51% no, no, no. of the systems? No. So the thing is, if you anchor a keep star, it has a date when it was anchored, right? So the oldest keep star will always be up. If if I now say, okay, to attack your keep star, I need to anchor mine, because that's the platform I want to stage from. I usually would do it from the four, but let's say I want a keep star, right? I want a keep yeah. standard system. So that means I put mine up, and then it would have a lifetime of 10 days. For example, you can make it happen within those 10 days, for example, right? So you have like a chance or two if you fail to re-ref it or so. You can do it one more time and then you, you have to make it happen at a time. Other than that, it should go into abandoned mode or whatever, right? And then it can be killed in one swing and it's just going to stay there. So um, you could I, f- I feel like that's probably the way to go and then you like attackers still have a platform to go with it's just you know time uh, limited and then also after the time it should be then abandoned right with that with that new mode it would just fit right there and then you know it would be good content I believe remove damage caps thank you very much Keep damage caps never have been implemented in their current form in the first place but yeah <laughs> I agree 100%. We could, I think, so how much time? It's actually almost two hours, right? I yeah. wanted to actually do these always like one and a half hours now. Yeah. But I mean, two hours is but a good, we're, we're good time. We're all far too good at talking about the truth. <laughs> but uh, we could talk probably two hours just about Citadels alone, right? Like, yeah. I think they are That's a great. major issue and they are the hardest issue or the hardest thing to get right, I believe. That's why I picked citadel geography or the positioning of citadels as, as a particular issue to talk mm. about because yeah there's, there's too much there's too yeah. much <laughs> yeah. i mean to just run over it also like the, the whole titan and super thing came also from citadels because yeah. by citadels it was safer easier uh cheaper less risk to build supers and titans and then rockets yeah. on top of that they just accelerated this issue so much that we have the situation that we have now, right? Yeah, Sotios versus Posses for production is a big difference, you know, when yep. you want to build Titan. Yeah. Especially when you can anchor it a thousand kilometers off your keep star. Yeah. <laughs> PJ says keeps are too cheap to fuel. Yeah, that might be a good point there too. Yeah, actually, I think something I, think something I don't understand. Why does the fuel cost of the structures go down with the size of the structure? Like the bigger the structure is, the easier it is to upkeep. It is does. The way it I think they have like 
bonuses on them on how much fuel you need to put into them, right? And I think the bonus is bigger, the bigger the structure is. I think, unless that got changed recently, and that didn't make any sense to me at all. Mm. No, I'm, I not sure that's all I'm not sure. Maybe I'm fucking dumb, but I think that's the way it goes. I don't know. Maybe Twitch chat knows better. Let me see. Whatever. Who actually cares? Yeah. I mean, Citadels, right? I believe they're looking at them now, but... That would take some yeah. time to figure that. That's a that's a riddle for you to you know. I'll tell you what. Well, it's been it's, it's, it's been, fi- oh it's been four no, years. I think it's the same. I think it's the same on all. I guess now. It's it's been yeah. four years, so I would imagine that those upcoming ideas must be absolutely amazing after this long not doing anything about it. Well, it's not like they've been sitting on their ass uh, for four years only, right? Mm. I mean, well, nothing's changed. I don't know. I think on, not, on, 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 in terms of citadels, yes. <laughs> and nothing has nothing has slowed the proliferation. Yeah. Well, at least something good is happening now. I think at the moment, like at least it seems like CCP is going into a direction that most players in Eve appreciate, right? I think the overall um, uh, emotional state towards CCP is more of a positive one, right? Like CCP is doing things, and we as the players are like, hey, those are actually good things, you know. I think, right? No, I don't know. Yeah, what they're doing is good things, but it's like it feels like things are happening. Right? Here's 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 a big stone that we need to move, and they're chipping away bits of gravel at the moment. It's like, no, hold on, go 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 get the sledgehammer. Yeah, I wish they do. They would do bigger changes, obviously, but yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm happy with the direction, right? Let's let like what I hope is happening is they're going in the right direction. They're feeling it out. And they're gaining confidence, and then they see themselves more in a position of okay, we know how to you know approach this now. We can do bigger, more impactful changes in certain areas, right? Like citadels, for example. Let's ease in into that, and I think that's right. If you play too much with asset safety and all that stuff, you can do okay. Im- an, an insane amount of damage too, right? If, so if, it's if good this that is the careful. argument for careful, slow consideration, then sure, that is undoubtedly the best way to introduce eventually big changes to a game. However, that clearly wasn't slow and steady clearly wasn't what happened when citadels were introduced in the first place and when capitals were all changed all in one go. That is not a slow measured set of well, changes. But to like the game. you said, it's that's <laughs> a couple of years ago, so yeah, they are. Their approach has changed. And I can, uh, like, I think you can tell that they have a little bit of a different approach. Not only the, I think the game, like how they develop, their approach has changed, but also the approach to the CSM. Right? I think who actually um, had a great impact on that was Exuki, like who we like pushed for last year, because he did the presentation and they realized, oh, there's there's great value in that, right? So they asked the other CSM guys also to do more presentation kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I feel like there's a couple of things they change in their in their approach to it. So I believe like that's why, you know, back in the day you can say like when Citadels came in, that was different, right? So like we'll see. But yeah, guys we had two hours. Uh, yeah. I would I would ask one question though. Mm-hmm. And that's who do you vote for CSM, right? Like, I know Baltrum, it's Phantomite, right? But, like, who, who else? Who else is running for CSM that you guys would also support? 
beside Phantomite? I've been having some very good conversations with Lara Seco. He has a, a um, different approach to uh, some of the same issues. And I very much feel that uh, he wants to do a little bit more iteration on these mechanics. Um, I feel that these mechanics need a revolution, not iteration or evolution. I feel like it needs a revolution in redefining uh, the roles that structures and capitals play. However, I uh, do like the um, small changes that he suggested. I think that he's on the correct path. I think he has the right intentions. All right. What about you, Bertram? Another candidate well, you like? My votes are very much viable, right? And that means I'm <laughs> torn, okay? Obviously, my first vote goes to Phantomat, but my second, where do I put it, right? Vili has given me a Vagabond skin, and Brisk uh, SRP'd my last Vagabond when they killed it with the Macario blob. Brisk was on my stream. I was like, hey, Brisk, you just killed my Mac, and he SRP'd. He SRP'd it, right? So I'm kind of torn. Brisk or Vili, I don't know. I'll roll the dice. I'll flip a coin, and then... Do you think that they need to maybe show you what else they can do so that you can better decide? I think more isk in my wallet is always a really good argument, to be honest. It... <laughs> I'm not even joking. I don't know. Like, I don't know who to vote. There's so many people this year. Like, when I was watching the CCP presentation thingy, when was it? A couple of days ago, right? Like, who is, like, lining up to, you know, become CSM? It's so... At least to me, it feels like it's so many people, right? And... I don't know who to vote for, except uh, for people that yeah. give me that big isk. Mm. I, can, I can talk about some of those candidates, but before I do that, uh, there's, a, uh, there's actually a, a question from Convict. Yeah. Uh, Phantom, what do you think CCP did right? Because I think that's, that's a big mm. thing always, right? There's a set of changes coming out. There's like 20 changes and you don't like one. That's, that's or like the players don't like one. That's what we're talking about, right? So we don't talk about these other changes then. Yeah. I so, have one what did uh, they do right? slightly off-topic thing that I think has been absolutely incredible. I know that FanFest in Iceland is the absolute classic, but the World Tour was what really enabled me to attend an, uh, um, a proper CCP um, created event and and it was it was absolutely fantastic it was a much lower barrier of entry to essentially be at a fan fest you know i'm i'm planning to um at the first available opportunity head to um eve london in its in its orig original form when it goes back to being a pub meet essentially but but this event was like uh, a, a mini fan fest that i could uh i i had time to attend it didn't cost hundreds and hundreds of pounds to attend it and it was fantastic and i would imagine that everywhere ccp went people had um similar uh, uh feedback it was so accessible compared to iceland but at the first available opportunity i would i, I very much look forward to eventually attending iceland fan fest as well but the accessibility of this was brilliant absolutely genius I was so hyped for this year's FanFest. I can't even, you know. <sighs> but I they did the right call well. early on, right? They did that right. Like, they saw that coming. And, like, you know what? I Actually, Convict knows, right? <laughs> I picked it out in our channel because he is, like, he has a child in it. 
he uh, saw me ping out the first day when they canceled it. I said like, okay, who uh, who is coming anyway? Because on day one, I was like, uh, it's not it's not that like I felt like they just want uh, don't want to be like to have that responsibility on them, you know. And it's not that much of a an issue. But then like I took just. The next day I was already like, guys, never mind. Like, let's forget about it. Like, this is gonna, this looks like it's developing in that particular direction. Mm. And at that point, all the other events, like everything was still going forward. But, um, you know, CCP canceled FanFest. And I feel like there was a really good call to do that as early as they could, right? Because people making plans and all that stuff. So good thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is a shame, but it was it was absolutely the right thing to do, and they didn't they didn't mess around and waste time. They went with a a difficult, correct decision, yeah, for everybody's benefit. Yeah, and then so, good. but oh, I... uh, speaking of uh, balance changes um, that CCP did, the 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 Sino change there, I think uh, sticking Sinos on recons for for capitals was a pretty cool idea. I think that there's definitely room convict. W- would you take back uh, this piece of this piece of advice uh, to expand upon those Sino changes? Can we have? Can we change the industrial Sino to a travel Sino and allow normal caps to jump to it? Except they just can't activate any modules or launch any drones or do anything except dock for um, ten minutes or Eight minutes, something like that. That's so a that, weird suggestion. So, so that I can. So that I can actually just move ships across the game in a non-combat way without it being w- without having to uh, sometimes expend 400 mil no. every single jump <laughs> request denied next <laughs> i actually want signals to be back on everything because i miss the days when no I was way no dude look especially in low sec right i've killed and caught super remember everybody fucking... i'm the one running for csm not all right francis running for csm i'm just an idiot okay Right? I've caught and killed supers with fucking <laughs> Condor Sinos, dude, you know? Right now, when somebody sees a recon on these scan, you know, oh shit, that's a Sino, because that's everything a recon, cloaky recon is at the moment, right? Back then, it was like a rupture, a Condor, right. a flasher, anything could light the Sino. It was so fucking dangerous, dude, you know? You fucking attack that rupture, suddenly uh. Sino goes up, and you're like, oh shit, boy. No, another I request. Me with the, Straight uh, up denied. With I thought truth. it was pretty cool, dude. I don't know. But but essentially, Convict, one second. It, it, if you're moving a large group of people, the value of that Sino is virtually zero. If you're a dude just trying to move your stuff around the game, the cost is full. So really, and here's a phrase I hate, it only hurts the little guy. Mm. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I think for the game itself, the Sino change was cool, but I just liked lighting Sinos in my Also, how hilarious would it be to, 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 to catch people unsafely moving caps through uh, a cap fleet through the cheap Sinos, uh, and they can't even fight back because they've elected to use the cheap Sinos? It would be hilarious, yeah, but I don't know if, if we get much out of that one. But yeah, guys... Like, unless anyone has, like, a really good question, like, preferably if you highlight it, because I can't really follow chat always when I'm doing these, right? Uh, unless someone has a really good question, I would say uh, we end it right here. And uh, thanks for coming on, both of you. And thanks for having me.
thank you it for was, having us. Yeah, it was a good time. Oh, and dynamite. <laughs> it depends on how much ISK you send me, MD. I don't think you can do it on stream, but... Uh, Convict, you can see my glasses. These are actually a brand new pair of glasses, but uh, probably not as cool as the clear vision glasses. <laughs> How's Bald's foot? What about your fucking foot? Someone said it earlier, like, what? What's going on with it's your foot? It's broken, dude, and it hurts like hell. I can't even sit properly all the time. I have to sit Aww. in a really weird oh, way, which um, means gaming is really hard, you know? You can't pro-game when you have to sit like an tell idiot. people how you injured your foot, because it's one of the questions in the EVE quiz that Baltram will be streaming tomorrow at 2100. Oh. There you go, EVE quiz no, 2100. How should people yes. know how I broke my foot? Are I know how you it? broke my foot, and I've written it in as a question. Yeah. My people can people take can a guess. guess. It's like it's extra so points. It will be very fun, Baltram. The rest of the questions are actually EVE Online related. Okay. Easy really and deep, deep cut questions. Yeah. Also, and for those... 2100 on Baltram's channel. <laughs> yeah, for those who don't know, uh, Baltram is obviously a streamer. I said it at the start, but... For those who just tuned in, so you should check him out. And uh, I would say, see you guys uh, around.